This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I'm your host, Amanda Stroni, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach for yoga teachers, healers, and spiritual creatives. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry from the perspective of the teachers. Join me for intentional conversations with yoga teachers from around the globe as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, January is behind us. It's crazy. I always feel like January is a long month, and I don't know if it's because it has more days or it's the start of the new year, and it feels like this immense pressure to get more done at the start of the year. I've never, I don't know. I need to think about that, but would love to know that at least it's done, it's finished, and we've passed it, and we're on to a new month. And what I want to talk about on today's episode is breaking down the idea of value. And this is something that has come up in recent conversations I've been having with clients, um, in personal work I've been doing for myself, and in listening to some other actual podcasts, um, I realized that this is really an important topic to come back to. And we've, I feel like I've mentioned it in some of the other segments, and it's also come up in our interviews as well. But we haven't dedicated a, a set time to talk about this. So what does it really mean to value yourself? Or how do you know what you do value? And how do you know what to charge for your value? That's a big thing is charging for your value. So that monetary piece tied into it. And I think these are great questions to consider, to ponder, because our definition of value as well as identifying our own personal values, is part of the practice of fully understanding ourselves. I think it's a really key component in our deeper dive into ourselves. And when we think of the yoga practice, most of you listening have um, some space in the yoga industry in some way or another, we're essentially selling people on the value of the practice, right? Why do people want to practice yoga? So they need to have a reason for it. They need to have some sort of reason why it's valuable to them. So whether it's because it increases their flexibility or it brings peace of mind, there's something that draws them back to the practice and causes them to pay for for the practice or to invest time in the practice, which is a form of investment. So they're coming back. So do you ever notice that throughout the course of your day, how many times you're being sold on value? And being asked to sit with yourself and determine, is this a good use of my time? Is this valuable? So I want to go all the way back to the beginning, right? When we're born, when we first come into this world, we adopt a set of beliefs and values that are a result of our culture, essentially, or our caretakers at the time. And what we do is we follow along with these values and beliefs until maybe we realize or wake up to the fact that they're not our own, that we don't necessarily agree with them, that we don't stand in support of them. And so then we move into this phase, uh, I believe, of experimentation, questioning, 
why do I have these values, right? You start to ask yourself that question. What would it mean to have different values? And some of us don't necessarily move into that space of questioning. We may stay sustaining these values and beliefs we were taught all the way through our life because we believe it's the only way. And I'm not saying you couldn't align with the values and beliefs that you were taught, but I think it's really important to spend some time in this experimentation and questioning phase to make sure they're really true for you. So the first question I would ask you to contemplate is what has value to you? Right? If that's a direct question, what has value to you? And be really honest with yourself, walking through all parts of your life. And I'll give you an example for myself. I think that's helpful, but working through different components, right? I value my relationships. They nourish me. My independent time to meditate and be still. My quality time with family. My eating of healthy food, of moving my body. So those are some things that I value. So the second part of the practice, once I've identified these, is to go through and see how they're aligning with my current lifestyle, how I'm living. So if I value healthy eating, am I choosing to eat healthy? When we work through this practice, it's important to really be honest, to take a closer peek at what's going on behind the scenes and to not play games. Do I really value what I'm saying as much as I do so I'm choosing to take the necessary steps or actions to make it align, to make space for it? And stay in that space of observation for yourself. Observe why or why not you may not be feeling motivated or you're not taking action without judgment. Just observe it. And this is an important component, an important part, because we need to figure it out for ourselves. So that observation part does not have a timetable. It may take a week, it may take a month, it may take a year, it may take years. But we need to figure out for ourselves our own way of doing it. It's not someone else's way. And I say this often because I believe it is so instrumental and important to cultivate our own practice through our own experimentation and observation. It's your unique method, your unique system that you can say, this is the way I choose to live my life. And I know that my values are lining up. So I don't believe we get to find a right system from someone else. We have to take the time to do it. And the thing I've found with values is they are continually changing. As I'm changing and growing, my values are shifting and aligning in that way. So it's a continual practice. This isn't something I do once and I'm done. It's something I revisit. When my values are in alignment with how I am living, that's really true authenticity, true integrity. And that is why I believe it's so important. And I'm going to move into this piece when I'm talking about values with money, finances, and time. So your values align align directly with how you spend your money and your time. And those are two of the most important things that we often talk about, right? Money, time. Not having enough of each or having too much, whatever it is, we talk about them often. And so when we move into this conversation of money and time, we have to be really clear. Is it easy to, to say to someone, All you have to do is value yourself, right? Charge your worth. We all have the same time. But what if you don't know how to do that? And I want to say to that caveat of we all have the same time, 
that we're not all in the same situation. So I understand that privilege and I just want to establish that uh, so that we're all on the same page. And money does not equate to self-worth. So it doesn't matter how much money you make. That's not a determinant of if you're worthy in this world. You are already worthy. But understanding what you value allows you to spend your time and money accordingly. So I don't believe there's a set amount of time or money that works for everyone to lead a life of fulfillment and joy. It's going to look different. That's where, as I said before, finding your unique blueprint for how you want to operate, how you want to work in the world. So when I work with clients, for example, to examine their finances, I always come back to the idea that it's not about cutting things out. It's not about limiting yourself. It's about bringing awareness to how you're spending, right? Where is my money going? Does this spending reflect my values? If it does, can I be accepting of it instead of comparing it to how someone else is choosing to live or how someone else may be telling you to live to be in accordance with a certain financial structure or plan? The way you choose to spend your money is your own personal decision. And that is why it's important to get really clear. And I think the same goes for your time. How you spend your time is really important to have awareness to where you're putting time to things that may not be of value. It's our responsibility to take a look at this. Are we consciously aware of our time and how it is being used? And one of the questions I come back to for myself is what is taking my time when I look at my day, my week, my month, and am I okay with it? Whether it's people, things, whatever it is, am I okay with it? Am I choosing to make this a priority? When it comes to money, I do believe this. People will pay for anything, for what they believe holds value to them, no matter what. They find a way to make it work. They really do. And so the conversation in the yoga community around how much should I charge or will people pay for my services, I come back to that reminder because you're not looking for every single person to find value in what you do. You're looking for some people to find value so that you can feel supported and sustain yourself. And there are certain people that aren't going to find value and that's okay. So really taking the time to observe where you're spending and how much you're willing to pay for something and why can really give you that insight into why other people choose to pay for certain things, right? If you're asking yourself those questions, if you're getting clear, you're able to really dive deep with people and to ask them the same questions to understand their clarity behind what they're willing to pay for. So for example, I choose, right? I choose to spend $3,000 on a yoga retreat or a training, or I have chosen, And then I'm not willing to choose to spend $500 to go out with friends at a big event or a concert. I don't have an excuse of, oh, I can't afford that. Instead, I'm making a conscious choice of what's important to me, what I value for myself. And again, we all hold different privileges. So I'm not saying that everyone can afford the same thing and it's just a matter of choosing differently. I don't believe that. I'm aware that our circumstances are very different. So I want to compassionately say that we can all be in that space of observation and awareness and be willing to move ourselves in the direction of where we want to go with small steps and in the ways that serve us at this time. 
To me, our values are really everything. They are the key to unlocking our desires and to understanding ourselves. And it's our real job, right? Our real work to understand ourselves fully and completely. This is not an option. It's a requirement because no one else can do it for us. So why not start right now when you're listening to this? What are my values? Take some time today through this day, through this week, and just look at your day. What are you doing? Is it a value of yours? Is that why you're doing it? Is it working? Are you clear? Do you have awareness? And just continue to practice this. Right? You'll observe your patterns, your routines, what maybe isn't as important, what you are choosing to value that maybe you don't need to take the time to. This conversation on value is really worth continuing for the rest of our lives because it's the ticket to me to our freedom, our financial freedom, right? That freedom that exists where we're able to live a life that feels at peace and contentment and full. And it takes away the restrictions and contractions. It brings us closer into our heart. So take some time to work with your values. And I'm grateful that you've spent the time listening to this episode. Thank you for being here, for doing the work that you do. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow